Welcome to the Chasing Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Each episode is full of heartfelt and expansive content that will really help you expand your consciousness and grow as a person. I created this podcast because I wanted to share my own personal experiences on my spiritual journey, but I also wanted to meet others and have them share what they've been through and how they've gotten to where they are today. If you haven't done so already, it would really mean a lot to me if you could rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people, but it also allows me to get more guests on the show. Now on to today's topic. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Spirituality. I am your host, Megan. And if you're new here, I'm excited that you're joining us. And if you are a frequent listener of the podcast, welcome back. Today, we're going to be talking about being afraid of spirit, being afraid of spiritual connection and being afraid of connecting to that divine energy, uh, to source, to God, to the universe, to angels, whatever your beliefs, um, whatever kind of practices you have. I'm going to talk about the fear that we have around that and some ways that you can shift out of that. But before we jump into today's episode, I just want to talk about some current offerings, some reminders, and just cover some some things, some housekeeping items. So as always, you can book appointments directly through me. I have a variety of different appointments and my November and December schedule are up and posted. I have different sessions depending on what your needs are and I have also added a few new uh, session types. I have psychic, mediumship, and channeled coaching. Channeled coaching is a variety of all of my sessions. I use really whatever's needed for you, whatever your soul needs, whatever kind of um, modalities and healing that you need for your soul's current purpose. So it's more of like a coaching style where we talk about what's going on in your life and I use relevant tools that are applicable to what you need and where you're going. I'll also offer Reiki. Reiki is something that is newly added to my offerings. So if that is also something that you're interested in, you can book with me um, for that as well. And I can also add Reiki to the channel coaching as well. And then I also want to remind you that you can submit your questions to me via email at chasingspirituality at yahoo.com. Um, If you send me any questions that you would like for me to answer on the podcast, that would be really helpful because I want to start doing Q&A episodes where I can compile a list of questions and then just answer them here on the podcast because a lot of people have the same questions and some people are too afraid to put themselves out there and to actually ask these questions. So if you're not too afraid or if you're feeling brave or you just really want to know the answer to something, I really encourage you to just ask it. Because I promise you're not the only one that has these questions. And if it's not something that I can answer, if it's not something that I have a history with or I have expertise in or it's just not my my jam, I will find someone and 
interview them on the podcast so that they can answer these questions. But for the most part, a lot of you guys have the same questions and I would love to answer them for you via a podcast episode because it would not only help you, but it would help so many other people to have these answers to these questions that you have. And there's no such thing as a stupid question. In fact, my motto is whenever you ask a question, you maybe become a fool for that moment. But if you never ask the question, then you're a fool forever. And I say this to all of the people that I work with and all of my clients and anyone that I'm training. um, It's just, it's as simple as that. There's no such thing as a stupid question. The next thing I want to remind you is that you can sign up to be on the wait list for my spiritual community. I'm creating a community called the Chasing Spirituality Community, and this is going to be a really helpful community for us to do practice circles, so spirit circles, and it'll be a chance for you to connect. We'll have live lessons, and we'll have different themes, and we'll have fun activities, and it's just going to be a really great opportunity for you to connect, get to know each other, work with me more, and really practice on honing your psychic and your spiritual gifts. There is no requirement once you sign up to be on the waiting list. You're not required to sign up for anything. You're not going to be asked to pay anything. It's really just me gathering interest and to see who would really want to be part of this community. And I'm planning to launch it in the spring. So I'm hoping that I have enough people that are showing interest by the spring so that when I do launch it, I can launch it for a very reasonable price that will be, you know, something that everyone can feel included and also afford. So let's just go ahead and move on enough with the housekeeping. So we're talking about being afraid of your own spiritual connection, being afraid to connect to something that is Uh, outside of yourself or that is a divine energy connecting to angels to spirits to the great spirit to God to source whatever you want to call that whatever that is for you a lot of people have a lot of fear around this and what really made me want to cover this episode is actually one of um, my channel coaching clients we this kind of came up in one of our sessions and so I'm not going to share her information here I'm not going to go into that any deeper but it made me remember my own fear around connecting to spirit and really how prominent that was in my own spiritual development and it made me realize that this is something that a lot of people go through so I'm going to just talk a little bit about my experience with it and then I'll share my insights on what you can do to kind of work through that and overcome that. So when I was a kid, I was very connected to spirit. I talked to my spirit guides and I talked to my angels. I would pray to my loved ones every night that had already passed. I would tell them about my life. I would tell them about what's changed and what's new and what's been happening. And I had just this deep connection to the spirit world and I didn't second guess it. I didn't think anything about it. It was just what was normal for me. I was, I was used to connecting to things I couldn't see. I was used to having this beautiful connection to spirit, but because of pop culture and scary things, movies and the way that spirit is interpreted in our society, I started to become afraid of that connection. Now, I honestly can't tell you exactly how or exactly why or exactly when I became afraid. 
because I don't really recall a lot of the things that led to it. And I'll say that I believe that I blocked a lot of it out because it was so scary for me. But I will touch on what I do know. What I do know is that I wasn't supported in my spiritual connection. I couldn't talk to anyone about it. And it did make me feel different. It made me feel isolated because I would go to bed at night and I would have these conversations with my spirit team. And I knew that no, that the other people in my family weren't doing this. I knew that other kids my age weren't doing this, or at least I assumed that they weren't because it wasn't talked about. So I wasn't supported. I didn't have the support that I needed to feel comfortable uh, to share my experiences. It made me feel isolated. It made me feel different. It made me feel like a weirdo. It made me feel like a black sheep. And so I kept it to myself because I was afraid of being different. I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be like my peers. I wanted people to like me because I felt very alone as a kid. I didn't get a lot of love and support. I didn't get a lot of affection. And I just felt like there was something wrong with me. And I thought, well, if I can blend in as much as possible, and if I can make people think that I'm normal like they are, then people will love me. People will like me. And that goes back to some of my core um, my core fears, fear of abandonment and fear of rejection. And a lot of, a lot of us have those things. So I know that that played a part in it. And so did pop culture where we're, where spirit is shown to be something that we're supposed to fear, something that is scary, something that we should be afraid of. And I did latch on to a lot of these, a lot of these beliefs because I, I was a spooky kid. I knew that there were things out there that we couldn't see, but because I didn't have anyone to teach me about the love and light aspect of it or the spiritual aspect of it, I latched on to the only thing that was accepted in society, which was the spooky side of it. So I watched tons of scary movies. I loved scary books, scary TV shows. I don't know if you guys remember Tales from the Crypt, but that was like one of my favorite shows when I was literally like five years old. I would watch it, not the cartoon version, which that one I watched as well, but like the actual adult version. I watched that kind of stuff like all the time and I loved it. And my dad, he was he was a spooky guy. He loved Halloween. It was his favorite holiday. He loved the scary stuff. And he did dabble into, you know, mysticism and the occult. But he passed away when I was really young. And it wasn't really something that was taught to me or shown to me in a way that made me feel supported and comfortable. So I started associating spirit with the scary things and not the loving things. And I was a really sensitive kid. I could pick up on a lot of things. I was very intuitive. I was very clairsentient. I could feel people's emotions. I could feel their intentions. And I just wasn't around a lot of good people. So I would pick up on these things. I would pick up on their negative energy and their negative thoughts and their negative attachments. And it was really, really scary. I remember I would I would um, lock myself in my closet and just cry and cry and cry when my parents were screaming and fighting at each other because it was just too much. And I was teased. I was teased a lot about this from my sister and from my fam other family members. And I don't, you know, I don't hold any of that against them because, you know, like we all make mistakes. And honestly, that was part of my journey. That was part of my purpose. I needed to experience those things. And, you know, like my sister, for an example, and other kids that teased me about it, you know, they were kids too. 
and they were simply just byproducts of what they were taught and you know their own experiences so I don't hold my parents I don't hold any of my family or you know anybody that did me any harm um, growing up I don't hold them accountable I don't hold any resentment towards them I've let go of that and I realized that it has everything has happened for a reason and it's all been to bring me to where I am today so there's not any ill feelings towards anyone when it comes to that kind of stuff but it did shape me to to who I am today and it also prevented me and stunted my spiritual growth for a long time because I was afraid I was afraid of connecting to spirit because of the limiting beliefs that I had been taught and because I wanted to fit in so a lot of people have this fear around connecting to spirit for that reason it's because what society has told us about spirit and that could be that you have a reason to be scared that spirit is spooky and scary and evil and that can cause a lot of limiting beliefs around connecting with spirit so I know that when I started to open up spiritually again after I had my awakening I noticed that I still had some of these fears that when I would have a mystical experience and I would connect I would hear a voice or I would see something out of the corner of my eye or you know my psychic ability or my mediumship would kick in I would become afraid and my body would react my nervous system would you know really start to just become dysregulated and I was really I was really doing this work I was really in tune with my thoughts and with my patterns and with healing those um, limiting beliefs inside of myself so I was able to become aware of what was happening now was the fear still there of course the fear was still there but I was able to realize that it was just a fear and it didn't mean that I had a reason to be afraid because just like any fear that you look at whether it's fear of spirit or fear of failure or fear of rejection or abandonment whatever it is it doesn't mean that it's real the fear is there of course the fear is an emotion and the fear is real but it doesn't mean that the reasons that you have associated with that fear are real so anytime you feel afraid especially you know since we're talking about connecting to spirit you can use this as an example when you feel that fear whether you feel it in your heart or your gut or however that feels to you acknowledge it and say you know I'm definitely afraid and my body is reacting but then ask yourself why are you feeling afraid and start to kind of reflect on that and ask yourself do you truly have a reason to be afraid or is it your, your body just responding based off of past experiences to help keep you safe is your body just responding because of things that you were told and things that you were taught growing up that may or may not be real and then from there you can start to work through that fear and you can start to open up more and more as you release some of the things that you're ready to let go of or some things that you realize are no longer true for you and this is what happened to me so as I started to open up I was still very scared and so I created boundaries with spirit and this is really helpful when it comes to your own spiritual growth and connecting to spirit on your own a lot of people think once I open the door I open the door and that's it I can't go back um, and that's scary you know like I don't want to see things or maybe you don't want to hear things or 
Maybe you don't want to feel things, you know, whatever you're afraid of. It's okay. It's okay to be afraid. And it's okay to let spirit know that you're not ready for that. So what I recommend is I like to call it creating a contract with spirit. And it doesn't have to be like an actual contract. But if that makes you feel more safe and comfortable, you can actually write out a contract. And you let spirit know in this contract or in this agreement what you are ready for what you're ready to experience, and what you're not. And this will really help you feel more in control. And it will also help you realize that you have control when it comes to your spiritual gifts, that you have control when it comes to your spiritual connection. You don't have to open the door wide open and just let everything in. So in the beginning of my journey, I didn't want to see. I was afraid of seeing, and I still have some blocks around seeing, and like I said, I don't really know why. I can't tell you exactly why I have blocks around my sight, and I do see now, but it's not as often as I hear. I don't see as much as I feel. I don't see as much as I know, and in the beginning, when I first started allowing myself to connect to spirit, I let spirit know I'm not ready to see yet. I don't want to see anything don't show me anything but you can you can communicate with me um through words or through songs or through this or through that and I just let spirit know what I was comfortable with and what I wasn't and it all comes down to what are you ready for what are you ready to open up and use as a tool to connect to spirit and you have complete control and you have complete say so and you can customize it to fit whatever whatever fears you have and whatever you're ready for. So that's that's my bit of advice when it, if you have fears around seeing or hearing or just connecting to spirit in general, you know, work with spirit. Let them know what you want to what you want to do, what you want to see, what you want to hear, what you want to know. Let them know everything and know that you have a say so and you have complete control in all of that. This is your spiritual connection. It's not anyone else's. And also another thing that really helped me when it came to my fears is doing root work, root chakra work, and solar plexus work. Because a lot of these two centers really control our fear. So if you're noticing that you're really afraid when it comes to certain things, um, especially connecting to spirit, really look to those chakras and ask yourself, you know, what fears are still here and what emotions are here that need to be released and do some work balancing those areas. You know, you can do guided meditations to really help work through those. You can have Reiki done. You can do all kinds of things to help balance and re-regulate your, your chakras. Another thing about connecting to spirit that can help you overcome some of those fears, and this really helped me, is realizing that without you, there would be no connection, okay? So if you're afraid that you're going to connect to something that is evil or something that is um, bad or negative, just remember that you have the power, not that spirit. You have the power because you are spirit too. Your spirit and your human. And without you, the spirit wouldn't be able to connect to you. You're allowing the connection. So if at any point you feel uncomfortable or you're unsure or you're scared or you just don't want to connect, you can say no. You can say no 
I break this connection. No, I don't want to talk to you. No, I don't want to experience this. You can set those boundaries. And knowing that really helped me understand that I have the power. And I think that also goes back into what I was talking about with society and their portrayal of spirit. Because in all these scary movies and all these scary stories, spirit is made to be the one in control and that we can't escape spirit and that spirit's going to come after us and do all these terrible things to us. But that's not reality. In reality, you have control. A hundred percent, you can tell spirit what you will and what you will not tolerate. And so in the beginning, when I was first connecting, you know, I would repeat that to myself all the time. You know, I am in control. Without me, spirit couldn't connect to me. And I would just make sure that I repeated those positive affirmations until I started to believe them. And then also, you know, I would set tons of protection and tons of boundaries around myself to prevent me from connecting to anything except love and light. And I think that that's a very good practice, even when you're no longer afraid, just because it's you definitely want to make sure that you are protecting yourself and that you're connecting to energies that you want to connect to. So it's always good to set intentions and set boundaries before you make a connection. And you can customize that to fit you and your practice and your beliefs and whatever works for you. For me personally, I always just set the intention that I'm only going to connect to beings of love and light that want what is best for me and my highest good or what or that want what is best for my client and their highest good. Um, I cleanse usually um, before and after each session, especially if I'm working with spirit. And I do a lot of light work where I envision myself in a protection of love and light. And if I feel called to, I'll even call in the angels for help. You know, Archangel Michael is a very great um, asset to you when you need for when you need protection. So you know, just know that there are tons of things that you can do that will help you feel more comfortable in working with spirit and working with source or divine energy. So the next piece that I want to talk about uh, when it comes to being afraid of spirit is the religious trauma piece. The religious trauma piece comes from obviously religious cultures that make this kind of work evil. If you come from a religious family or a religious background, you may have these limiting beliefs inside of you that make you feel like spiritual work is demonic or spiritual work is evil or it's bad. And all I can really tell you is that's something that you're going to have to work through. That is a really big block. And it's a block that many, many people have had to work through, myself included. And it just comes down to trusting yourself. And knowing that there is absolutely no reason why you, being you, having no prior knowledge or experience, it cannot connect to spirit. You know, a lot of people feel unworthy as well when it comes to religious trauma. They feel like they're not worthy to connect to spirit because we've been taught that we have to go through someone that is holier than us, that we have to go through a pastor or a preacher or a rabbi or, you know, whatever. But you are spirit. At the end of the day, you are just as holy as me, as your preacher, as your pastor, as anyone. No one is better than the other in the eyes of God. No one has the right to connect to spirit more than anyone else. So really relearning 
what it means to be a spiritual being having a human experience and tapping into your inherent right to connect to spirit and, and learning that you are worthy. And it's hard. And that goes back to that solar plexus work, um, that feeling of unworthiness that we're that we're unclean and that we don't deserve to connect to spirit. You know, it's just a limiting belief. It's not true. And I can say that to you all day long. But until you do the work around that limiting belief, it's not going to be true for you. So I can't really speak much more on that other than telling you just to do the work. Go to your solar plexus and ask yourself, why do you feel unworthy of connecting to spirit and working through that my episode that I did with Dana Riddick she shares um, some of these things that came up for her in her personal journey is a really great episode so if you haven't listened to that I encourage you to go back and listen to it because she went she talks about this in her own personal spiritual journey she came from a religious family and she felt like when she was connecting to spirit that there was something wrong with her and that she was evil and just things like that and she also has her own podcast so if you haven't checked that out intuitive awakening she shares more information about that in her podcast as well and her journey is very beautiful through that lens but I just want to remind you that there is nothing wrong with you no matter what you've said no matter what you've done, you are worthy of a connection to source. God loves you. The universe loves you and supports you. No matter what you've done, you are no better or worse than anyone. A lot of times we like to put people on a pedestal. We like to put spiritual teachers and leaders on a pedestal. Um, but also... They are no better or worse than we are. And remember that when you're connecting to your soul and to spirit and to your higher self and to your angels, that they love you in spite of everything that you've done. They don't look at it that way. Spirit and the universe, they don't have judgment. They don't have shame. That is all just a construction of a construction made by men to make us feel um, to honestly, to make us fall in line and make us feel like we are not as powerful as we really are to make us fear our power, but it's not true. It's all just, it's all just things that, that we made up. So you have to learn to overcome those beliefs and rewire what's real. And the only way to do that is just to work through it. And it takes time, but it's baby steps, right? So working on that contract with spirit, regardless of why you're afraid, will help you kind of work through some of those blockages and some of those limiting beliefs and some of those lies that you've been told and that you've been taught and that you've, you've been telling yourself for all these years. So I hope that this episode helps you. I hope that this encourages you to create those boundaries and that contract with spirit so that you can work through some of those fears. And remember, it's all about baby steps. So you can set complete boundaries and limitations around whatever you're comfortable with. But just remember that you are worthy and that there's nothing to be afraid of and that you are supported so much and loved so much by, by source. And I hope that you all have a great day. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. 
listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com, you can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean so much to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe so that the podcast can reach and assist more people. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love.